Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Friday, April 14th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we don't have a Ranger game to talk about, so we're going to go around the league. We're going to talk about the Taylor Hearn option, who we think might replace him, and then we're going to go uh, preview this Astros series for this weekend. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on socials at Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook tx rangers wtb and you can also catch us on our website texas rangers with the boys.com all one word yes and joining me my co-host the man with the beard that never ends the 300 pound manimal aka bull really excited today how you doing where can they find you on socials oh man i'm uh i'm like a whole different person than i've been normal the rest of this week um so good to good to finally be back on my feet today and doing some actual uh, living. Uh, <laughs> you but, sound good. But uh, yeah, I've, I've uh, uh, you know, Thursdays are rough for me this year with the way the Rangers schedule has uh, lined up. So, and we don't have anything to talk about as far as baseball goes last night. Uh, to, uh, so, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just have to figure some other stuff to talk about. Um, but uh, first I'll tell you guys that you could find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal Three Hundred, and uh, TikTok at Bull Pro, and Facebook uh, at Bull Pro. So just send me those friend requests, or follow me, or whatever on whatever social media platform that you prefer. And uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not on one that you're on, uh, you know, send me a message on one that I'm on, and tell me I need to get on that one. <laughs> I, uh, I still don't have a TikTok. I still don't have a TikTok. <sighs> Well, you know, what? what was the one a couple of years ago? It was like parlor. It was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like for, it was for like Republican people who felt like they were getting uh, beat up by like the Democrats on, on other ones. That one was kind of fun. Like, I mean, I bet there were tons of memes on that shit that was just gold. <laughs> well, you know, this is not a political podcast. No, no. FYI, but, um, but hey, we have a we though we don't have a game to cover, uh, we have kind of come up with a pretty exciting format for Thursdays, and this will be just where we obviously do the do the news, do around the league, and then we'll talk about the weekend matchups, and we'll make a few uh, bold predictions uh, about what we think the Texas Rangers are going to do over the weekend, and then again on Monday we'll be back to cover it all and uh, give you all the updates about what happened over the weekend. So why don't we jump right into around the league, uh, the race count? Uh, Tampa Bay Rays are at 13. They squeaked they it out. They made it, right? They made yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, you, old, you sent me a message. You're like, I think it's over. And then and then I got the report. I was like, I guess it's yeah, not. The old seven-run fifth. It, was, it wasn't it was looking great for the Rays today. But, uh, 
They put it together in that, uh, or yesterday afternoon would have been sure. when that game was played. Um, but they put it together, got themselves a W, and they keep the uh, the the record rolling to thirteen and zero. But we can't say yeah. the same thing Mm-mm. for rookie sensation Jordan Walker. Yeah, uh, now it's, what he, he did. He, what he did was impressive, but not as impressive now as what the Tampa Bay Rays are doing. Yes, not quite. Uh, a couple more just notes about around the league. Uh, Adley Rushman stays hot. I mean, the guy's like probably an early MVP candidate already. Yeah, him um, and so Mountcastle are scorching in that Baltimore. Mountcastle is a house too, man. That guy is, you know, just a just a beast of a man. Um, and then Jared Kelnick uh, for the Mariners. I think he's batting like 350. I hit a 480-foot homer the other day. But that's all we got for around the league. Just uh, sometimes, you go f- sometimes you go 480 into the, the tank, you know. Who knows? Well, you know, some days him, it's I, like I, that. I, he struggled so much uh, last year in, in just uh, really, I think he was like 0 for 37 at one point. And he was kind of the top prospect in the whole league. And you always, again, you know, you don't want to see it in your division, but you always kind of like to see a guy bounce back from something like that. No one ever wants to see a guy just completely bust. Uh, so, but let's get to Rangers news. Uh, I think the biggest one is, again, another personnel move by Texas, and it looks like Taylor Hearn was option. So who well, do you think is going to replace him? Well, yesterday on the show, we kind of all but said that this, we thought this was going to happen. Um, that it was probably time that Taylor was going to get sent down, and uh, it, uh, the 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 trigger was pulled on that move today. And there hasn't been a coinciding as of this morning, as we as we tape the show. There hasn't been a coinciding move just yet, but I uh, I believe that it'll probably be Josh Spores. Yep, yep. I, I think mean, you're right. If I, had to, talk- if I had to guess. Yeah, after we talked off the air, you definitely convinced me that I think it's, that it's going to be Josh Spores. It's probably the best, unless, the best move. Unless they plan on using him a little bit more in in the minor league or in AAA. Uh, but again, we talked about yesterday that, you know, Joe Barlow was kind of, you know, hadn't pitched a whole lot. And I feel like Spores maybe has pitched more in the minor leagues so far than, than even Barlow. And then last night, uh, John King was used for multiple innings at round rock. So there's no way it's going to be him. And then once you get past that, you don't have a whole lot of 40 man option guys. So uh, my guess would definitely be that it's going to be uh, Josh Spores that gets the call today. And I feel like he probably can help the bullpen the most of anybody that they have right at the moment. Yeah, and one thing I kind of have wondered a little bit about, and again, it's just, you know, something that I, because I don't know, would just be, you know, Bruce Bochy's history in these kind of circumstances. Is he kind of, is he a guy that tries to hold on to certain players longer? Or is he a guy that's like, you know what, you know, old Belichick style, like, you know what, you're out of here. Well, Um, you know, Josh Spores has dipped, dodged, ducked his way through the 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 uh, waiver wire to miss that being DFA'd through the whole spring training. I mean, there was speculation that as far back as when they were uh, 
you know, signing free agents that he might be one of the guys that gets DFA'd at that point. It never happened. He made it all the way through spring training. And when you thought he might get DFA'd at the end of spring training to make a roster move or room for uh, Ian Kennedy or someone like that. No, no, he, uh, he gets put on the DL and, uh, you know, so I just, I don't know with, with, spores i mean how how he's made it this far first of all and now that he's made it this far they've got to give him a chance to pitch in the big leagues and try and get some outs for him and find out what they have he's a guy that throws 98 99 miles an hour and uh you know i mean every bullpen likes to have guys like that and you know he's been that guy that they've kind of hung on to for a couple of years now like with the idea that Someday he's going to help this thing at the big league level because he's got gas and and he can and he can and he's a fireballer, but it just hasn't worked out for him yet. And you know, hopefully, working with Maddox and and uh, the new Ranger staff will help him. But you know, we're, there's only one way to find out: is him come up th- this weekend, meet the team in Houston, and get outs for the squad when they need it. Yep, yep, I agree. And, uh, you know, so so we're probably going to see Spores up for the Houston series. Uh, the other thing in terms of Rangers news, you know, I, I kind of bounce around different podcasts and just try to, number one, take notes on how to be a better podcaster from successful guys that do it, but also because it helps me get some more news and kind of hear what the, the beat is going around. And, you know, the Seeger injury was definitely national news. Uh, it was something that most of the major – uh, podcasts were talking about and you know what I found out bull that I thought was really kind of pot like like kind of made me feel good was that a lot of these not uh, not the Mets necessarily but a lot of these um, podcasts are kind of pulling for the Rangers they there's a lot of positive sentiment around the Rangers and I think for us kind of who have our heads buried in the Metroplex uh, we, we kind of feel like we got you know a chip on our shoulder a little bit especially considering how we've been treated by by the Mets media but the overall sentiment for the Rangers is like pretty good. And, and most of them uh, are, are kind of sad to see Seager go down because they're enjoying what the Rangers are doing right now. Well, yeah, I've, I've kind of, you know, been watching a little bit of the, the TV as well and seeing what they're, what they talked about with him on MLB to see if I could get anything more than just what's going around the beat. But the beat is better than the national uh, yeah. the the beat around here is definitely better than the national scene for for the Rangers, but the idea that they're talking about the Rangers that they're they're interested in in what's happening down here, um, I hate the fact that it's they're interested about it because Corey Seager's going down, of course. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean that was like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, that might as well have been JFK driving down Elm when he pulled up limp like that. I was like, "Oh no, a shooter!" Uh, but <laughs> but he uh, but, but luckily, it's just a you know a, a, just a grade two strain that you know we're four weeks is a long time without your best player. But at the same time, the Rangers have some guys that uh, you know they've got to find out now if they're going to step up and help this thing or or if they need to start going in different directions. Right, right. And, and we'll talk a little <coughs> bit about that later. And then the uh, final, I guess you call it Ranger story, the city uniforms, uh, at, at, what are they, is that what they're called? City, the city. Is that right? I, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, they're city connect maybe. 
maybe it's what the, <laughs> the NBA started doing it a couple of years ago. And every time the Mavericks did one, it just looked awful. So I don't know how much faith I have in the Rangers doing it. Well, Ugh. let's, let's hope for the best on that. Um, you know, so yeah, Nike those, city remember, Connect jerseys. Remember on April those 17th. Remember those Mavs bubble ones they wore like the first year that Luca was here. Oh my God. Those were atrocious. Is that the ones that had like the bubble letters and they were yeah, kind of like multicolored the, and all that? Well, it was terrible. I, I mean, yeah, I was yeah, I was I embarrassed it. for them whenever they had to wear those things on the court. Like I feel like guys, like man. like the the rest of the league was too. They were like, ooh, cubes, man. bro, cubes. Yeah. What were you thinking? You, you win a championship and you just go off the rails, bro. Well, hey, speaking anyway. of going, well, speaking of going off the rails. Uh, I think our boy Brick Savage might be going off the rails May 26. You want to tell the people about what's going on? Well, you know, uh, Friday, May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we got a 7 p.m. bell time for Matt War Pro combined with Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and Death Breath Entertainment are coming together. They're going to bring you slam and destroy and i can only imagine that brick savage is going to be ready to get his revenge on whoever it has to be that he has to get his revenge on but you know i don't know how uh, just how happy he's going to be that uh, that first championship defense is not uh, going to him right i mean i was there live and and i felt like like he had that match so why doesn't he get a rematch but and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been around, you know, the pro wrestling world for a long time. And both of us started out with a, a pretty intimidating individual when we got into the business. And, you know, very few people intimidate me. And, man, Brick is a very intimidating guy, which are my favorite guys uh, to watch wrestle. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Yeah, I, uh, um, I, I think that uh, Slam and Destroy is going to be a big, uh, big show. I also we talked about this we talked about this last night that Martin House Brewing will be on hand be giving away free beer to anybody mm. 21 and over that comes into the Southside Preservation Hall that night so free beer and then also out back Kelly's Onion Burgers are going to be out back throwing down some of the best burgers you ever ate in your entire life. They just put the onions right there in with the meat and flip it over like it's like they just cook it in there with it. It's put some cheese on top of that thing and and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good burger. So, you know, between burgers, beer, wrestling, what more do you mm. need? Friday, May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall. Right there on Lipscomb in Fort Worth. Join us for Matt War Pro Slam and Destroy. Super excited, super excited. Another thing we're excited about is uh, the this upcoming uh, weekend series against the Houston Astros. And a little bit new format for the show, so bear with us if we're a little wonky. It's our first time running through it. But um, we're going to kind of go over pitching matchups. We're going to talk a little bit about the offenses and a little bit about the defense and just – you know, what are the main stories coming out of the, the Rangers and the Astros? This The silver boot, you know, this is a big deal. First well, division. and I think uh, another another big deal for the Rangers is the Rangers haven't won a series in, in Houston since 2019. Jeez. And that's a long time coming now. And, mm. and, the, and 
you know, that's basically the whole time Woodrow was here. Right. Woodrow, is that his name? I've already forgotten his name. Yeah, so Chris awful. Woodward. Chris Woodward. Well, yeah, I see, I, I call him Woodrow. It. I, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been calling him the wrong name since his first day here. I, uh, you well, know. Uh, well, we, but, we had a we had a run of different names for him, but, but you know, yeah, I digress. Woodrow's really nice and tame compared to some of them. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they didn't do a whole lot of winning in Houston with him, and uh, you know, I think that this is a big series for the Rangers, starting things off early in the year against Houston. Houston's still a little, um, um, maybe a little injured, maybe a little yeah. beat up. And maybe, you know, the Rangers could take advantage of that. But, you know, now things just start kind of even out. You know, the Rangers are a little bit beat up now. And so, you know, the series kind of evened out a little bit with Altuve and Seager both being out. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully that Simeon and Young and uh, Garcia and Lowe can pick up the the Rangers just like uh, Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker have done for the uh the astros and uh you know we'll just uh we're hoping that uh, we get three really good matchups down there and uh you know three three texas ranger wins well okay so we're not to the prediction show yet so this calm down uh oh, i'm not i'm not yet. predicting anything i'm just saying but, like, i mean as a as a as a as a ranger fan i'm gonna always want the rangers to win three now just because i want them to win three does it make me think that they're going to win three absolutely not let's hope for that though what a what a what an amazing monday show it would be if the rangers come out with a sweep if we got a a, an astro sweep to talk about on monday i'll be absolutely happy with that because you know sunday is the uh the uh, once again the rangers will be on uh sunday night baseball yeah that's actually really exciting to think about that they've had two this year um what was it so, 2013 was the last time that they had been on wow I'm, you you pull these stats out and i'm like dude this is crazy um all right so let's talk about these pitching matchups we don't have to go too crazy on it but uh martin okay let's let's go through them all i know we got perez on yeah, martin- friday He'll be today. going against uh, today. The the matchup is uh, left-handed pitcher Martin Perez versus right-handed pitcher uh, Luis Garcia. Okay. And then, so talk a little bit about uh, Garcia because we know about Perez, but what are the Rangers so getting into? Garcia had him a really nice season last year. Kind of broke out a little bit. He's a, a 26-year-old right-handed pitcher. Uh, he's a, a Venezuelan pitcher. Uh, mm. Now he's a a five eleven two hundred and forty four pound guy, so he's a he's a big dude. So I think the goal, if it were me looking at him and wanting to pitch, is make him work, make okay. him make him throw pitches. Now apparently that didn't work too well last year because the dude had you know twenty eight starts, um, worked one hundred and fifty seven innings. So you know he was just fine last year. Did a a good job for the for the Astros of, of keeping them in ball games all season long. And, uh, you know, somewhere around a 1.13 whip. And he's just one of those guys that uh, he keeps opponent batting averages low and uh, he gets outs. Yeah. So Rangers are going to have to really work this guy then, even though yeah, and, that's, and that doesn't always work. <laughs> he's struggled a little bit this year through his first nine innings of work. Um, he's, He's he's given up some runs and some hits, and he's gotten uh, hurt by the long ball a little bit. 
So, you know, there's some chances to put some runs on the board with him before he gets right. And uh, this is uh, this probably with Marty Perez on the hill, I think this is probably their, the, the winnablest game for sure. Right, right, yeah. So then next on Saturday, uh, we've got John Gray and Hunter Brown. I think this is going to be a barn burner, man. Well, you got the, the veteran John Gray against the youngster Hunter Brown. I think one thing that the Rangers have as an advantage over most teams in the big leagues is they got to see Hunter Brown last year. Okay. They did. They they're they're not new to him. It's not like it's not going to be like Minnesota last week who'd never seen this kid before, and and you know he comes out here throwing. They they've seen the guy. They've seen him pitch. They've seen what he offers. So you know, I mean. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to just go great for the Rangers because they've seen him once before because they didn't hit him the last time when they saw him. But, you know, that was a different team last year that, that was going to the ball. You know, I mean, whenever they saw him, I mean, it was September and, and things weren't going super well for the Rangers anyways. So you wouldn't expect things to go well in that game as well. Um, but overall, uh, you know, it, John Gray keeps him in a ball game. This could be a winnable game as well. Uh, Hunter mm-hmm. Brown, you know, he's he's an interesting he's an interesting kid, and uh, you know, he's got some really good stuff. So I wouldn't be shocked if uh, you know if if this game goes either way. You know, I mean, it does it, feel like a it could go either way, doesn't it? And and you know, he's getting to that. He's what at twenty four years old, so he's like right at that age right now where he's starting to like really develop everything and it's all starting to come together for him. So, you know, that'll be, that'll be a fun matchup. And, uh, you know, I believe that game is on national television as well. Uh, it's going to be on the, the MLB network. So it'll probably be blacked out for us in town and we'll have to watch mm-hmm. Dave Raymond and uh, CJ on the, on the broadcast, but there's a good chance that that's who you'd be watching on the broadcast. If you were watching MLB network anyways. Right, right. And, and you know, you brought up something really, I think, very important about the Rangers pitching staff, and that is that they're veterans. Like, these guys are not youngsters. They're, they're, you, you ideally want to see – you, you most of the time see consistency out of veterans. So the fact that they do have kind of the veterans advantage um, well, with these matchups I think is a good thing. And really none of these guys from Houston are veterans. Right. You know, I mean – uh, Framer Valdez, who will be going Sunday, uh, he's he's got probably the most time. And well, I guess he's a veteran now. I mean, he's been up in the league for on a full time basis for three four years now. So I would okay. say that Framer Valdez is has definitely gotten to a point where he's a veteran ball player now. And last year, he really had a coming out party. I mean, he he was so good last year that the Astros just let Justin Verlander walk away. Yeah, that's that's so, a lot of so that's a lot of faith in the, the guy. That's right? a, that's some high praise, and and so far this year he's done nothing but uh, um, yeah. you know confirm their reasonings because yeah. through three outings he's got a one eighty nine ERA and eighteen strikeouts in nineteen innings, and and he keeps ball in play, keeps ball yeah. in play, doesn't give up any runs, and. You know, goes goes six innings every time out, and you know he's just one of those guys. Uh, he, Super steady, well, right? But was it last year? He had like twenty seven quality starts, something like that. I mean, that's insane. Um, yeah, I know he. I know he got thirty one starts. I'm trying to find the quality starts. I just don't have the advanced. 
Oh, there yeah. we go. Uh, 26. Jesus. Yeah, 26, 26 quality starts. 31. That's 26 insane. 26 31. Yeah, two that's, out of three this year so far. That means he go. that's every, every time he went out last year, basically, he gave you six innings with less than three runs on the board when he left. And he's that's, going up against, uh, yeah, that's crazy. But he's going up against Andrew Heaney, who's kind of a well, hot hand right now for the well, Rangers. So. Well, you know, uh, with Andrew Heaney, we've got to kind of like see what, what he is, right? Because we're going to mm-hmm. see if that, that, if that four seamer up in the zone, is it going to play better this, this weekend against uh, um, guys like uh, um, Kyle Tucker and uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez, who are both left-handed hitters. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he has a, the, the capability of giving those guys fits. Yep. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I like the Rangers pitching matchups and uh, you know, we, we talked about it. Uh, it's one of those things where it's kind of disappointing that the first time around going to Houston, we don't have DeGrom going for us, Yeah, but I mean, we do have some good pitchers going and there's a chance for the Rangers to come out of this thing with a, a, a couple of wins. Yep. And um, so let's jump into some of the stories for uh, the two teams. Um, let's start with Houston. Uh, Altuve kind of kind of matching us with Seager here, but Altuve still out. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and do you uh, know? I I don't know the 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 time frame on that, but well, it um, was a, it, it was broken, so he probably had surgery on his on his whatever whatever was it a wrist that was broken, I believe. They're in the WBC, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm guessing it's probably going to be a minute. I imagine that uh, if I if I look real quick, I can give you an update on him. But uh, you know, I I'm not a hundred percent sure how uh, how long he's going to be out. And uh, you know, honestly, the the Astros they're kind of missing him a little bit. Because he is kind of like that catalyst, you know. He's yeah. like that guy that, uh, you know, they they go based on him. And then on top of that, uh, you know, Michael Brantley is still recovering from a soldier, shoulder surgery that he had last year. Um, and then they're looking at a June return okay. for, for Altuve. So fractured right thumb on that. I couldn't remember if it was a thumb or a wrist or a finger, but – he did end up having to go undergo surgery, so yeah, they're looking at a June. Um, so I wouldn't be well, shocked if he's back right around the first of June. And then it looks like you know uh, the couple of guys they do have do have playing that are playing well. Bregman uh, and Tucker both. Uh, Bregman starting to heat up, and then Tucker's just off to a scorching start. Um, those guys are just good dudes. I mean, they're man. good players, man. Good. I would players. love to have Kyle Tucker, man, on my team. And he's yeah, just everything, well, dude. So if there's <laughs> if there was ever a guy that the uh, that the Astros are going to extend, that's the guy now. I yeah. mean, I I would expect him to get the extension before Alvarez. Um. So about the Rangers, the stories for the Rangers, and and I think we both kind of agreed on this one. And and what I want what I want you to uh, the people to hear is is not what is what I'm not saying is is that you know I think this is the only player that needs to step up. I think everybody, uh, to some extent, has to step up. But I think right now this is when we need to see uh, Marcus Simeon 
uh, really step up and take the reins for this team and, you know, kind of show why we signed him to the, the contract that we signed him to. Yeah, and hopefully we're getting to that point of the season where uh, Seager's going to start coming around. He He's looked pretty good at the plate the last several nights. He still has his moments, and, you know, he, he's going to strike out some, and, and he's going to make some weak contact. But overall, he's ha- having better at bats. And, I mean, I wouldn't be totally shocked if he doesn't start producing a little bit more just because the nece- the necessity and the need for the Rangers and – uh you know, I, the the only other thing with the Rangers is I just don't know where they're going to get that produ- productivity from outside of Simeon, uh, you know, in, in, in different spots that Corey Seager was adding. But, you know, Nate Lowe, Adolis Garcia, Josh Young are all capable hitters. Um, mm-hmm. You get Robbie Grossman back going, and he's a capable hitter. So, you know, they've got players out there, and they've got guys that have been playing above themselves right now. So let's hope that kind of keeps going for a month, and whenever Corey Seager gets back here, they're rolling right along. Yeah, and everybody's hot, you know. And I think I think the way I kind of summed it up off, off air, and I think it, it sums up kind of what we're trying to say, is that the guys that are like their regulars, the Jonah Heim, the Dallas Garcia – uh, you know, uh, Nate Lowe, Robbie Grossman, these guys are veterans. They just need to play like they, they normally play, like just play like themselves. And then some, uh, some one or two of these younger cats that are filling in and, and coming in with, uh, you know, trying to take up some of the slack here, um, you know, a couple of them, if they could just step their game up a little bit, I think you could get the enough production that, you know, the production you need with this pitching staff again, I think the pitching staff has been stepping up and they just got to keep doing that, but they're going to have to do that all year for the Rangers to be competitive anyway. So that's, that's what they're here for. Saying. Right. That's what right. they're here so, for. So, Hey Kev. Um, yeah. Uh, quick question. What sure. are you doing after this show? You know, what's so crazy. I was just about to bring that up. We are going to, because right now, like Evan Carter is on fire in Fuego uh, over in Frisco and we're going to we're going to record a Texas uh down on the farm with the boys episode right after this because there is tons of minor league talk that we've got to get into and if you haven't subscribed to to down on the farm with the boys yet this is the time to do it because the, we're about to start pumping out the content like there's no tomorrow and you're going to see these guys these are the guys that you're going to see over the next probably even this year uh if if Evan Carter doesn't chill out I mean, he's going to be a triple-A in no time. Uh, and people are going to be asking to see him on the big league squad. But if people you want to hear about already that, asking to see him on the major right. league squad. But, but if you want to hear more about it, if you want to hear about what Jack Leiter's doing, if you want to hear uh, about what Owen White if, is doing. If you want to know what we're going to talk about afterwards, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. right now, it's got a lot to do with Kumar Rocker and exactly. Owen White. So mm-hmm. if you uh, if you want to hear about what those guys have done this week, then you better take a listen. Yep, dollar ninety nine a month. Like I said, you're not gonna you're not gonna spend a better dollar ninety nine in your life than checking out Texas Rangers with the boys presenting down on the farm with the boys. Our minor league coverage. We're going to talk about down east. We're going to talk about Hickory. We're going to talk about Frisco, and we're going to talk about Round Rock. So a lot to talk about. I, you can hear the excitement in my voice, and not only am I excited about that, but I'm also excited about the uh, closing up the show tonight with my favorite thing, and I'm not sure if it's Manimal's favorite, but my Hate favorite it. thing hates it. So this is you're going to get to hear a little bit of heat as you hear us talk about all the time, uh, but we're going to have some predictions, 
And who wants to go first? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Well, because mine are going to be easy. I think the I think the Rangers <laughs> they really need this this series. I think it's very important from from Chris Young all the way down that they win this series, and maybe let's even start at Ray Davis all the way down that they need to win mm-hmm. this series. So I'm going to give mm-hmm. the Rangers two out of three in this thing and say mm-hmm. that they come they come away with a nice series win, and we're talking. We're talking about how how all is great in uh, the state of Texas because the actual Texas baseball team is in first place. Yes, yes. I, I 100% hope you're right. In fact, when you said sweep earlier, I felt a little tingle in my body because, man, if we could come off of the weekend with the Rangers having a sweep, I would absolutely not be able to sleep. Um, I couldn't sleep if we had a sweep. So I'm going to make some predictions. So we actually have a couple, one question though. So you say two or three, who are your yeah. winning pitchers? Who you, who you think are going to be the winning pitchers? Will you give me that? Um, one winning pitcher is going to be Cole Raggins on one pitch. He's going to throw <laughs> one pitch again to get a win. And uh, your other winning pitcher, I'm going to go with uh, John Gray. So you yes. take them how you want to take them, but uh, mm-hmm. I think the Rangers get a bullpen win from uh, from cleanup work from Dan- uh, from Cole Raggins, and then they get a win from John Gray from this rotation. You guys have no idea how difficult it is. And I'm not putting an L. Prediction. I'm not putting an L on any of them. So I'm not telling you who I think is going to lose in that series. So it's not happening. Yeah. Guys, you need to mark your calendar the day that you got a specific prediction from the manimal. So that was – I appreciate that. That felt like you did me a, a favor there. Um, I, on the other hand, I love making these wild predictions and definitely love this kind of thing. Um, and I don't gamble. You'd think I was a big-time gambler because of all this. But I think – and again, you know, boomy, boomy, poo-poo me. Uh, I think the Rangers are going to struggle uh, in this series. I think Boo. Houston has got a chip – Yep, I think Houston's got a chip on their shoulder – uh, I think they kind of see the Rangers as a little brother. And I think the Rangers, ha- with without having DeGrom, without having Seager in this series, I think the Rangers might struggle a little bit. And, again, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world or I think they're going to have a bad season or any of that. But I do think Marty Perez uh, is going to get one of the wins over the weekend. But I think the Rangers slide a little bit uh, in a barn burner on Saturday night. I can't wait for the Gray-Brown matchup. Uh, and I think they probably dropped the dropped that one on Sunday on national TV. Um, yeah, so the gray I know brown, t- the gray brown could. matchup. That's amazing. The the colored matchup yes. there, gray brown. <laughs> nice. It's gonna be good. And then also too, um, you know, I think uh, I, as far as like I love predicting scores, um, and I think the Rangers. I think we're gonna look at overall total runs scored over the weekend. I think the Rangers get fifteen. I think the Astros get 18 and uh, they, the, the, the Astros, I, I don't think they're going to club, club the Rangers and blow them out. Uh, I think we're going to see a couple of tight games in there. I think the Rangers might lose a, one of the tight games. They win the other one and, and maybe the Astros get to them a little bit uh, in that third game. But uh, that's, that's my prediction. And the final thing I'm going to say on this is that if I predict one and three and we get a sweep, I'm going one and three all year. Hmm. <laughs> well, no, you mean one and I hope you mean one and two because they're only playing a couple I'm, of games. One and two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If the All Rangers right. go one and two, if they lose over three the week, games this weekend and they win one, it's going to be wild. That that is yeah. We'll have, uh, <laughs> we'll have to something out there. But uh, hey, that's all we got, guys. And don't forget to uh, follow us on social media: TX Rangers WTB. 
on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And uh, don't forget to um, subscribe to our Down on the Farm with the Boys. We're about to pump out some content for that. That will be available for you over the weekend to listen to as well. Uh, and again, don't forget to uh, give us a little feedback on the, if you like some Texas Rangers with the boys t-shirts, uh, we'll throw up that, spo- that poll on Spotify. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Thanks for making Texas Rangers with the boys your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Listen on your ride to work or your ride home. So thanks everybody for listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.